The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. This is James Sasso of Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. A lot of exciting things are happening already in 2020, and it's really incredible to see what God is planning to do moving forward. Now, lately, we've been talking a lot about taking our place in God's plan and grabbing hold of what he has for us. Because moving forward in 2020, we want to put aside the old ways of doing things and put aside the old understanding and really grasp what God is trying to tell us. Today we're going to be talking on another topic that's very specific to that. And this time we're going to be talking a lot more about just getting out of our comfort zone and really moving forward, trying to pursue what God has for us. Because the biggest thing that happens, especially when we get so comfortable with our current situation, is we don't expand. We don't grow as a person, and even more so in the ways of God. If we don't move forward out of our comfort zone, we're not going to be able to really grasp what God has for us. So right now, I'm going to play a clip from one of the evening services where Joshua Sasso further expands on this topic. Let's listen in. So 2020 is going to be a year like no other. And something we have to make ourselves aware of is that where God wants to lead us, and I say things like this often, but it's things that are outside of our comfort zone. And you might think, yeah, yeah, God's going to push me out of my comfort zone. But as soon as God starts pushing you in that direction, you start saying, God, I'm uncomfortable. Right? God, I don't want to be here. Why is that? You know, we say, oh, God, yeah, God, stretch my faith, God, push me out of my comfort zone, God, have your will, God. And as soon as he starts imposing his will on us, we start saying, God, not your will, but my will be done, please. We start thinking that a little bit. I don't know if you know this, but it's actually supposed to be reverse of that. Just a little bit. But that's what happens when we get squeezed is we say, God, I really don't want to be here. God, I really don't like where I am right now. But God has a funny way of where those that live by faith are supposed to step out into an area that they are unfamiliar with. They're supposed to step out into unchartered territory. You know, back before we had world maps and people decided to sail across the ocean, they were literally sailing into completely uncharted territory. They didn't know what was out there. And if you look at the older maps, the places where there's now continents, they had dragons and snakes, right? All kinds of monsters and beasts that filled in the areas that were a mystery. And the reason why is because uncharted waters, uncharted land, that's where demons need to be slain. 
That's where nations need to be established. That is the complete unknown. And so because of that, when there's an area that's completely unknown to us, what does our imagination do? It fills it up with monsters that are going to fight us. Remember when you were a little kid and it gets dark and you had to race back to your bed because you didn't know if something in the dark was going to jump out at you or sneak. I remember doing that when I was like five or six. You turn off the light and you have to rush to your bed because, you know, there might be a monster that might jump out at you. There's something about the unknown that makes humans kind of uncomfortable because the unknown is where monsters lie. The unknown is where the demons are, where the dragons are. And so even in the old maps, they filled all the unknown areas of a map with dragons that needed slaying, okay? And that's why when God pushes us into uncomfortable places, God, I don't want to be here because we don't know what's around the corner. It's like wandering in the darkness. God, there could be a monster in that closet over there. God, there could be a dragon under that bed over there. That's what our imagination has done to us. Even in the spiritual realm, we've got uncharted territory in front of us. And that's where God, in his faith walk, is going to lead you. He's going to lead you into uncharted territory. Even the promised land, they didn't have a map of the promised land. But what was in the promised land? They had a bunch of giants there. They had monsters that needed to be slain. God's leading you to a place where you're not just going to peacefully Walk in and have a comfortable life. God is going to lead you to a place where you're going to have to do some warfare. God is going to lead you to a place where you're going to have to do some binding and loosing, some tearing down, some uprooting and planting. But that's also part of the excitement because there's an interesting balance that humans have to reach. Because on one end, Those that live in chaos, they have no stability. If they're always wandering in the wilderness, they have no stability. They never know what's going to happen next. But those that never venture out into the unknown, they never mature. Because part of maturing as a human is you have to leave your parents' house. You have to leave what's comfortable, what's secure. You have to venture out on your own and become a man, become a woman, become an adult. So metaphorically speaking, that is just kind of like wandering out into the wilderness. And somebody who never does that, who never ventures out into the unknown to claim a piece of land where they establish their kingdom, establish their domain, people who never do that, they never mature. They never reach their potential in life. So on one hand, you have a choice of living in security but never maturing, or you venture out. Now, there's a balance. It's interesting because humans are actually the happiest when they are venturing into the unknown, they are establishing some kind of territory, familiarity, they settle, and then they venture out some more. Okay, think about when you stagnate. You stop doing new things. You stop trying new things. You stop taking risks. Your life becomes kind of redundant. Your life becomes kind of repetitive. And you don't feel very fulfilled. But when you start learning new things, when you start challenging yourself, because what is a challenge? A challenge is something you haven't done yet. It's a ground you haven't explored yet. When you start challenging yourself and you're like, wow, I can do this, then that becomes part of your territory too. So humans 
They don't just want to venture into the unknown. Because if you venture into the unknown and you never establish any territory, you're just a mindless wanderer. I mean, you venture into the unknown, you're not making any maps, you're not establishing any camps, you're not becoming familiar with the area, you're purposeless. So for us, and this is generally speaking, I'm going to move into the spiritual realm, for us, generally speaking, we gain fulfillment when we go into the unknown, we establish some kind of territory that we, this is our domain. Think about, for example, you get a new job in an industry you're unfamiliar with. So if you stumble around in that industry for forever, you're not going to be fulfilled in life. But say you wander into that new industry, you've got a new job you've never done before, and little by little you start to understand it. And you say, hey, okay, I understand how to do this, and oh my gosh, I can actually improve this a little bit. Now you've suddenly started establishing a kind of territory in that unknown, uncharted waters. Then after that becomes familiar, if you were to stay just in the familiar, well, that's not very fulfilling. But if now that you've established that camp, say you have a camp, for example, before the United States was the United States, right? It was just wilderness. And there was Indian tribes that nobody had ever seen before. There was different geography that nobody had ever seen before. And there was a bunch of pioneers and settlers. They left Europe to try and come here where they could worship freely, but that involved venturing into the unknown. So they venture there. They set up a settlement. And once that becomes secure, they're like, well, we should grow. We should expand. Humans have that kind of tendency. So understand, as we are venturing into the unknown, we establish some kind of competency, some kind of settlement, then we expand and keep expanding. And that's actually where humans usually find a lot of fulfillment, is that they're learning, they're increasing their domain, I guess you could say. They're increasing their domain. And if you're increasing your domain, going into the unknown, establishing familiarity, Basically, going into chaos and creating order out of chaos, which is what God did in Genesis. God saw the chaos and he said, let there be light. He established order. We have that same spark in us where we go into things that are unknown and then we make known things. We establish things that are known. Now, even the world does this. Even the world has some understanding of this. So for us, if we choose to live by our same routines, the same traditions that we've always had. Because we weren't always familiar with Christianity. It was unknown to us at a time. If we live by our same traditions, our same ways of doing things that we've always done, we're going to be unfulfilled. We're going to not reach the fullness of our calling because that's like staying in our house, staying in the basement, never going out establishing new ground. And yeah, you could say, well, the pastor said to do this, so I'm going to start doing this. But it's still comfortable because you're not going out and discovering God for yourself. You're not going out and, okay, well, God, I'm going to step by faith, one by one. That's a little bit scarier, just like, you know, moving out for the first time is kind of scary. You don't have your parents to do things for you. Your parents aren't paying the mortgage anymore. They're not paying for everything anymore. It's kind of uncomfortable. 
There's something that Pastor Chris had been saying for years and years, which is that the body of Christ needs to mature. And that means that Christians are no longer just sheep that are coming to get fed, but they are actually going out there and making disciples of their own. The problem is, is that in the church, a lot of spiritual leaders have been infantilizing the church because they want people to have to rely on them. And you see this in abusive parental relationships. In an abusive parental relationship, if the child starts to become independent, they'll actually sever their ability to become independent. They'll undermine it as best as they can because if they leave them, they don't have somebody that they control. They don't have somebody that relies on them because if the parent, say, if they lack self-worth or if they feel like they have to control, anybody who is controlling will always try to undermine the people's ability who are, they are controlling to become independent. They will always try to undermine it. And you see this in abusive parental relationships, and the same thing has been happening with spiritual leaders in the church, where any of their congregants, if they start to become, they want to seek God out and seek God out for themselves. They want to establish on their own two feet venturing into the wilderness and discovering God. Many spiritual leaders will try to undermine it. Well, no, no, you have to serve a pastor. You can't go out on your own without relying on me because they want to maintain their control. And that's something that's been happening in the church for a long time. But this is why we've received prophetic words for years now. The body of Christ has to mature. Because if the congregation is going to stay as spiritual infants for forever, we cannot rule and reign. We cannot be in influence and affluence. We cannot be influential the way that God wants us to be influential. But that involves being willing to wander into the wilderness. Wandering out of the security of everything that you've known. Your traditions, your ways of doing things everything that you've known, just like, you know, a kid wandering out of their parents' house for the first time. It's uncomfortable. They've got to relearn things. They have to discover, oh, how do I do this? I've never done this before. Because there's people that never, ever do that. And they live their whole life. They feel bitter, dependent. They feel like a failure and worthless because, man, I'm not doing anything with my life. It's the same in the spiritual realm. We can reach such great heights if we pursue God with full abandon, willing to say, you know what? I'm going to go out there. I'm going to find out for God for myself. I'm not going to rely on what other people are telling me God's like. I'm not going to rely on other people leading me to God. I'm going to discover him for myself. We have to undergo that same journey. And that's what leads us to the fullness of our calling in Christ Jesus. That's what leads us to the completeness of it. We have to be willing to step out into the wilderness. Because if not, we'll be like that kid that is living in the parents' basement for their whole life. Or even then, some people move out and they still never really establish themselves on their own two feet. It's so important 
And the thing is, is that people who do that, they know deep down, man, I could be more. They know I could be more, but they never were willing to step out into the unknown. They never were willing to venture out there. Or their parents never let them, right? It could go one of two ways. Just like the spiritual leaders in the church have tried to undermine the church's ability to mature. Because understand, a lot of the criticisms, Pastor Chris talked about a lot of the criticisms that she received from people in the church, they weren't just from other congregants. Many of them were also from pastors that tried to control the move of God, that tried to limit the move of God. And so that's why there's been so many shakings, so many uprootings and replacements that have been happening in the church because God's got to uproot those people or move them out of position so that the body of Christ can mature, the body of Christ can be in a position of authority. And that's the end of the clip. Now we really need to look into our lives and really look at breaking past the status quo that we have set for ourselves. It's the only way we'll be able to move forward in God's plan, and he can't properly use us if we don't. The biggest issue is that we're just so used to it. We want to stay there where it's comfortable and it's safe because it's what we know, but without moving forward, we can't properly progress in our lives, especially in the Word of God, especially in God's plan for our lives. And if you look at God's track record, a lot of people he used are people that he pushed and called out of their comfort zone and out of their normal lives and into something more extraordinary. Look at the disciples of Jesus. All of them were commoners, and yet they were called to follow him and learn his teachings and did amazing things. Look at Simon and Peter, who started out as fishers. And God came to them and said, I will make you fishers of men. And they left their stuff and followed him. And even if you want to go further back, look at Abraham. Abraham lived with his family in a completely different city, in a different place. And God came to him and called him out, called him into the wilderness. And if it wasn't for that, he never would have been able to start the nation of Israel. Abraham was the start of the Israelites. And if it wasn't for him breaking out of his comfort zone, he would not have been able to accomplish such a thing. I mean, what do you think was going through his head when he left? It must have been crazy to be put in a situation like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know this land. What am I going to do? But he put his faith and trust in what God had told him, and he set out anyway. We need to be like that. We need to fully rely on God, especially when it comes to unknown land, unknown territory. If we don't fully rely on God, we will never be able to get past that. And the thing is, it's how we grow as a person. If you look at yourself, the instant when an individual, on average, when they get to that point, where they are completely comfortable and satisfied with their skill set, with where they are right now, that's usually when they stop growing. That's usually when they start to either decline or plateau in skill. 
The only way you can continue to improve yourself is to continue to push yourself, try and get out of what you're used to doing and move further, even more so in the plan of God. So just like we talked about before, we have to fully rely on what God is doing. We have to heed to what the Holy Spirit is saying, train ourselves to listen to the voice of God, and then act on that voice. And after we have gotten used to hearing the call of God, then we can finally take that step out of our comfort zone and move forward and take what he has for us. Now is as important of time as ever to do such a thing. And even more so, Joshua touches on the fact that people will try to dissuade and stop us from the plan that God has given us. That is why it's so important to understand and listen and heed the call of the Holy Spirit so that we know without a doubt what God's plan is for our lives. And if we know that for sure, then we can truly push past the people who are trying to be a stumbling block for you, even if they don't know that they are being one. Always remember, body of Christ, God operates by doing new and exciting things. He doesn't perform the same miracles and same things over and over and over again the exact same way. Always new things. Very different from how we usually work. A lot of times we just look at other people's work and we just change it slightly. We look at how we can adapt it into our ways. That's not how you change the world system. You change the world system by doing something new, something refreshing, something different. And the only way we can truly get that is from our Father God. That's why we have to rely on Him and everything and move into this new frontier of knowledge and understanding for our lives so that we can transform the world and point them towards God. We need to grab hold of this. And I guarantee you, it's going to be a lot of fun for all of us as we do it as well. God is not a boring God. So let's all work to move out of our comfort zone and into what God has for us. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father God, I pray that they hear this message and they heed the word that you have given them. I pray that we all work hard and we dig in our heels as we say we are going to make a stand and move forward. We're going to go out of our comfort zones. We're going to go past our normal ways of doing things and listen and move forward in your ways of doing things. We will not let anything stop us. We will let no one dissuade us as we move forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Call us at 210-695-1630 and send all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023. Now don't forget, Pastor Chris is about to go on a mission trip to the Philippines this upcoming month in February. A lot of exciting things are happening in the Philippines and you do not want to miss out on a chance to sow seed on this fertile ground. If you would like to sow a seed to support this mission trip, or if you would just like to support this ministry in general, you can sow a seed at 
sogmi.org and clicking Donate. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road. Our services begin at 10.30 a.m. in the morning and 7 p.m. in the evening on Sundays. And if you cannot make it in person, we live stream at 11 a.m. every Sunday. If you enjoy this program and would like to listen to more episodes, we are on podcast at SOGMI.org and we are also on Spotify and Google Play. Thank you once again for tuning in. This has been James Sasso filling in for Pastor Chris. And God bless you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.